fear my face. Stay in your place. Play your position. Become my intuition. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Stone with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate.
enterprise and I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections, drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately, Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand, put money in my mom's hand. Get my daughter this college plan, so she don't need no man. Stay far from timid, only make moves when your heart's in it. And live the praise, God's the limit. Shell at the tip of your melon, clear the space, your brain was 
everybody doing how's everybody doing man um shit what's going on man uh, logan are you serious you're serious about that dog because i believe you've told me before that mania is a six hour drive from you or sorry minnesota minneapolis or yeah minneapolis is a um six hour drive from you and it's a six hour drive from us as well so Mm. hmm, i don't know man i don't know we we would have two years to plan around it but we'll see we'll see we'll see um that may be that that may be the first mania. That may be. Maybe depending. Dep- Who's running yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. If it's Vince, yeah. Sorry, man. Sorry, Triple H. Who's you? <laughs> no, I'm going to win Vince. So, WrestleMania. I need to see a loss. Oh god. Dun dun. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see. That's it's definitely it's definitely exciting, man. It's definitely exciting. Um man, I don't know. I don't know. Is is if there's two days of the NFL draft, I would watch day one of WWE. Well, then again, if you haven't seen the draft rundowns, we have those for you guys as well, so we will be showing you guys those. So maybe that will deter where your where your mind goes. But um uh yeah man so yeah I'm I'm pretty excited for the draft man I'm pretty excited for the draft I, I'm excited to see what the fuck happens with uh with everybody so yeah I mean that's mm-hmm. this I mean dude this is this is fucking damn near two years of the same roster either the same roster or their dumbass wild card rule where people just float. I, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I like brand es- exclusivity. Um, exactly. Yeah, I, I like that, especially when it especially when it comes to WWE. I I, I like that kind of stuff. I I think. I mean, judging off the 2016 draft, I like. I I I just I just like a nice fresh feel, man. That's that's what I mm-hmm. like, man. And 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 I told you guys. I told you guys this a couple weeks ago, man, but if it's anything other than uh, something that just feels fresh, it's a flop from from the start. Uh, But judging off, you know, some possible NXT call-ups that will be coming up, man, I really hope we get a nice fresh start, man. And I think those names that are being rumored to come up will add, uh, you know, a lot of a lot to any mid card or, or some of the guys even main event type division, man. I think it'll be really nice. So, um, yeah, man. Definitely, man. Definitely, it's intriguing, man. Um, it actually got me watching a SmackDown. It's crazy what the draft can do, man. Seriously, man. Seriously. So, so Durante, that's a that's an interesting comment. Um, he says, "Why is Bianca in the draft? Where is she going? NXT, SmackDown? Fuck out of here." Dude, I have a bet with somebody who is our boy who is betting me that Bianca Belair will get drafted to SmackDown. 
We bet 20 bucks on it, so I think I'm going to be $20 richer by the end of the night or the end of Monday whenever whenever Bianca gets drafted. So, I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, just, to take, just to take a couple shots at him while we're on here. So, um, <laughs> um, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, Minnesota, Minnesota is gonna be Minnesota probably probably would be pretty fucking cold, man. But yes, to your point, it is a fucking indoor stadium. I don't know. That that's the same thing. That's the same thing with people, but <laughs> with people talking about <laughs> with people talking about Chicago. If Chicago gets a WrestleMania, it's going to be when the new Bears Stadium is built in Arlington Heights. So. It's not going to fucking matter, even though since they like doing football stadiums for SummerSlam, I've said it for the longest time, August would be the perfect month to do something here because you're not, you're in that nice sweet spot. You know, you're, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not hot, but you know, you might get a nice breeze or something. You know, I mean, every year for all out, you know, I mean, you know, I, I go in, yeah, I go in shorts and a t-shirt, you know, so it's that kind of weather, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, man, I mean, it, w- it would be really nice, man, but yeah, I don't, I don't understand people, they genuinely just... Dude, should, should people may research. If it's not in a tropical area, it's fucking, you can't go there. <laughs> yeah, shout out to him, man, he's, he's definitely about to lose 20 bucks for sure. But hey, man, I'm out here. I'm with this place. I'm out here picking my spots. All right. Um. So, oh, bro, I'd be so fucking upset. (laughs) So, um, yeah, man. Uh, but without any further ado, bro, let's just go ahead and hop right into the intro, man. We got a bunch of interesting stories here today for you guys, man. Uh, so what is going on, guys? We are back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Sales Podcast, man. And on this episode, this is episode 159. <laughs> yeah, man, Naomi. Um, she's getting drafted to Impact, apparently. So, um, so yeah, man, this is episode 159 of the news, man. And with that, if this is your first time watching, guys, do not know how the show works. Every Monday, we are on here with Notorious Unscripted after Monday Night Raw. And every Friday, 4 p.m. Central, we are on here with the news, man. Um... If you guys did miss this past Monday's edition of Unscripted, is w, uh, will WWE make the World Heavyweight Championship as important as the WWE Championship? Man, we talked about we talked about the World Championship. We talked about we talked about uh, what this means for the rest of the roster. I talked about how I thought it it, it made it a little better, being that you know. Most likely, Roman's titles will merge into the WWE Championship after he loses them. We talked about that. We talked about what we thought of the belt design. We talked about... We did the whole nine yards, man. We did not leave a stone uncovered. And as for AEW, man, we talked about MJF's repetitive booking. The shit booking of the TNT Championship, man. Um, We talked about all that good stuff, man. It was a really good episode. Very good listen. So, I encourage you guys to watch that. And that is... Available for you guys on all platforms right now, man. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And if you want to see it first, again, join us right here every Monday after Monday Night Raw for Notorious Unscripted, man. And with that, man, if you guys have not got a chance to get your hands on some of the official 
Notorious Hills Podcast merchandise. You guys can now find this live on the merch shop. That is bonfire.com. Link is at the top of the description of this very video. And in either mine or Sir K's social media pages, man. All eight of these beautiful designs available in more than just a t-shirt. Live on the merch shop, man. You got the Chicago flag design, Chicago skyline design, the base logo design, the Riddler-inspired IWC's best kept secret design, the Notorious Scratch logo, the only community that matters, the uncrowned kings of the IWC, and the Christmas merch, man. Again, all eight of these beautiful designs available in more than just a t-shirt live on the merch shop. That is bonfire.com. Link is at the top of the description of this very video and in either mine or Sir K's social media pages, man. And with that, if this is your first time watching, you guys do not know who we are here at the Notorious Heels Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show. And as for the other half, we got my man Sir K here. How's it going, man? Going good, man. Going good. Just been uh, just been chilling out. Been pretty normal. Pretty normal. Just uh, just waiting for these pay-per-views, man. Waiting for double or nothing and so on, man. So it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be real fun waiting for that Wednesday that we go to dynamite if that if plans don't change you never know they still haven't announced the collision yet but it's like it's gonna happen so like why aren't they announcing it i don't know dude they're they're annoying with that i heard from mm-hmm. i believe it was the guy i believe it was one of the guys that broke the story what the fuck is his name i think it was andrew zarian mm-hmm. He said, or it might have been Meltzer too, he said that the announcement will come mid-May for a fucking June premiere. Like, dude, you know we're going to get that announcement and then they're going to jump right into tickets on sale this Wednesday or tickets on sale tomorrow. Like, what the fuck? You fucking know that shit. So, it's even if we're able to go to that, you know, make tickets work with their asses. But, I'm excited nonetheless, man. Um, just chilling out, man. Been pretty normal, like Durante always asked, man. Life's good, the family's good. What about you, Durante, Bell, Logan? How's everybody doing in chat? And what about you, bro? How are you doing? Yeah, man, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Um, I'm good, man. Just, yeah, getting, uh, getting ready later to play some Jedi Survivor. So that's, that's exciting. Um, that's exciting, but other than that, man, just excited for this draft and ready to see what's going to happen, um, to the WWE, man, for the next year, so, um, it's exciting, it's very exciting, man, um, but yeah, man, as Durante always asks, man, I'm good, family's good, and what about you, Durante, and it looks like he's doing good, manager Logan, Bell, how the hell are you guys, and thank you guys for being here, as always, man, you know, we love you guys, man, so, um, yeah, uh, but other than that, man, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, just excited, excited for this draft, man. I'm ready to see what uh, I'm ready to see what goes down. And then, yeah, man. Other than that, bro. Other than that, just getting ready, getting ready for my vacation here in about two to three weeks. Um, Thanks, man. That's nice. exciting. And then double or nothing. So yeah, man. Um, and yes, also, dynamite is on the radar dynamite is on the radar but with that that uh eases us right into what we are talking about dude i also i meant to tweet this out during dynamite dude did you hear at the end of the show how fucking fast excalibur was was doing the rundown that shit was insane. That man was going. 
I'm dealing with fucking 10 cards of things in like 30 seconds. That man would be nuts. Dude, man, uh, I don't know how that man does it. That's absolutely insane. That is absolutely insane. I meant to tweet that out, but I, I wanted to bring it up now because I feel like I would have forgot by Monday. But golly, man. It's going nuts. All right, man. I might not care for my commentary, man, but holy shit, can he announce fucking cards? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, he definitely can. He definitely can. If he could do anything, he could definitely do that, man. All right. So, we got some news on AEW Collision, man. We got the the date, the, the rumored date, the rumored venue. And then we got the rumored time slot and, and kind of where everything's going to fall into place, man. So, Wrestling Observer Newsletter is reporting. Um, as of right now, the AEW return of CM Punk is scheduled for June 17th at the United Center in Chicago. Literally a couple days before Dynamite in Chicago. The Dang. building is booked and it will likely... Uh, it will likely be announced very shortly when the CM Punk deal and the Collision TV deal are finalized. So it's confirmed, man. We're getting a, another two-hour show um, with AEW, and it looks like it's going to be every Saturday night. Now, with that, I know we're all wondering when, right? So according to a report by... According to a report by Andrew Zarian on Twitter, it was noted that AEW Collision will be airing on TNT. This is also going to come into contact, I feel, with the NBA Finals. So this might get fucked around a lot because that's literally around the time in the NBA Finals. Or maybe not the final. Uh, yeah, right? Yeah, it should be the finals. It should be. the. But when's Father's Day? Father's Day's in June, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I don't know, to be honest. Believe it's in June. So, that's going to come into play with the NBA Finals, first and foremost. That's probably going to get fucked around a lot, um, for starters. So. That's the whole reason they moved fucking Dynamite. Seriously, man. So, according to a report by Andrew Zarian on Twitter, it was noted that Collision will be airing on TNT. It was also mentioned that AEW Collision will be airing from 8 p.m., to 10 p.m. That is, is that going Eastern? to be their time slot. Is he that Eastern? Or he, he doesn't say. Fuck. I hope it's Eastern. A lot of times they do go by Eastern. So. That is true. That is true. So that could be 7 to 9 for uh -huh. us in central time. But it also could be 8 to 10 for us too. He, yeah, he, does, not, he does not specify uh, the time zone. Um, so yeah, man, he says, uh, despite a lot of speculation where AEW collision will be airing on Saturdays, uh, despite, uh, despite TBS being rumored, I'm told TNT will land the new show. Intriguing, man. It's intriguing again. Like we've been saying, it's not how we would have done collision at all in terms of time slot and whatnot, but it's looking up, man. It's looking up. I hope it's good, man, because I know I won't be able to watch it. I fucking, uh, I have the unfun job every Saturday. Never fails. Seriously. So I'll rarely get to watch Collision live. So 
Let's just hope it's good, man. Let's just hope it's good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I hope it is good. I hope it is good, and I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, I we we talked about this uh, privately a couple weeks ago, but man, there is literally like a hundred and forty people on this fucking roster. There is a hundred and forty people on this roster. So if you are going to do something like that, and if you are going to make this show must see television, first of all. It absolutely, and if it's anything other than this, it's a failure right off the jump. It absolutely needs to be live every fucking week. Every week. It needs, it needs to be live. If it's not live, it's going to fail. It, it's fail. it's going to be just like, it will be rampage. It will be a two-hour rampage. That's what it'll yep. be. It needs Another to be live. Mm-hmm. And in my honest opinion, if you really want to get people to watch this show you need to look into splitting the rosters. And I don't say that because we need to get Punk away from the elite. I think... At this point. Yes, because uh, the amount of opportunities that will open up, I think, for a lot of a lot of people in AEW, I think, I think would be incredible. You look at a guy like Andrade, or there was reports going around that AEW is trying to minimalize the amount of people on television that build momentum and then just disappear. Hence the mm-hmm. house of black, um, Keith Lee and Swerve storyline. I mean, they have no momentum, but I mean, they started, they started something two weeks ago and now on rampage, he's just right back to fucking teaming with Dustin Rhodes again. And no mention of anything with Swerve, nothing. And one thing we really didn't talk about during all this, what happens with Rampage? Oh, it's dead. It's... it's it's literally pointless. Because let's say you do a good good hard brain split. You get some guys like what what does that do for Rampage? How how does that work? Rampage becomes absolutely pointless. Absolutely. Uh, yes. The the show the show will die. The show will die. That's that's just the that's just the that's just the cold truth, man. I mean, the show is going to die, um, no matter what you put on it. No matter what you put on it. And in terms of who you're putting on it, if your brands are going to be separate, how is that necessarily going to work? You know what I mean? Like, is it just going to be dynamite people? on rampage is it going to be just collision people because that would suck for them because then they'd probably have to fly a whole nother place um oh wait no because rampage is, is taped so that oh, yeah, so that means they would have to fly out to dynamite and rampage it, it or sorry dynamite and collision it, you know you know be at dynamite so they could film rampage i mean it just it doesn't make any sense the show's gonna die it's gonna it's literally gonna die I hope that Tony Khan and nobody's talked about that. Yeah. Rampage is doomed. That shit is going to die. Same way another one of their little things just yeah. died. Because it, you gotta, you can't have, it's, it's pointless. It's yeah. completely pointless. Rampage will literally be the new dark. Yeah. The televised dark. Yeah. It already is. Yeah. It, it's, it's main event pretty much. That's literally, you know, um, so, yeah, Rampage is going to die. Like Durante says, he says, fuck Rampage. I didn't watch anyway. The show, 
the sh- like rampage the first couple weeks you know were great you know what i mean the first episode in pittsburgh was really good it was live the second episode the first dance we all know how that one went that was that was easily the greatest episode of rampage they've ever produced obviously we were there for it. It was a it was a banger. It was a banger, man. Mm-hmm. Just off the first segment. We didn't even watch the rest of the show, and I can sit here and tell you it was a fucking banger. But the thing is the the thing is, man, like I said, it would only really make sense to put the dynamite people on there because if you're splitting rosters, your people that work or are on the collision brand are going to have to fly out for dynamite so they can be there to film rampage. And at that, it's not really roster exclusivity. And, and with that too, you're not really keeping the roster separate. You know what I mean? Like the, you know, so it, and even if you do the reverse and you film rampage at collision, you're going to use a week old footage at that point. Of fucking footage you filmed six days ago and air it. Yep. I don't think fucking uh, War Brothers and TNT are like that. No. Yeah, I mean it's the 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 show the show is going to have to die. I mean, unfortunately, <laughs> that's that's just how it is. Um, and that's just what's gonna have to happen, man. But yeah, Rampage will be completely rendered. Uh will be rendered completely useless, completely useless. So that's, that, that's, that's the end. That's the end of rampage, man. But you know, and and also when I, when I say you need to split up these rosters, I'm talking about so people can get more opportunity. I think I reiterated that. I'm not saying that to set up the roster to where, Nobody can work or nobody who no. likes punk can be around him. I don't give a fuck about that. If fucking motherfuckers don't want to, if motherfuckers don't want to be around CM Punk, then you need to go work somewhere else. Because again, we bring this up all the time, but you know how many people we work with that we would actually absolutely love to fucking sock in the fucking face. You know what I mean? You know, I mean, you, you know, you can't act like a fucking baby here, man. I mean, you're playing with you're you're playing with the company, and you're playing with a lot of fucking money, man. You're playing with. I mean, what's the rumor going around is that Collision's gonna make them fifty two million dollars a year, five hundred thousand dollars every hour of programming, um, and you're you don't want to do it because you don't like you don't like a, a singular person. Like, dog, like, what? It, like, it makes no about, sense. We're talking about a brand split for, like, on TV aspects. Yes. So people can get time and care that both mid-card titles can be fucking cared for. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with the world title situation. I could, I could see MJF floating between those, to be honest. The AEW I don't know after. Universal Championship. I, I could totally see them doing the AEW in the world. Or that I could see them taking a page out of like New Japan's book and make like a some you know they'll they'll do something they'll do something I have no doubt about it but it's like you need to do it for TV sake you got damn uh, around 170 guys all on one and like and like Logan said yeah they have like seven hours of in ring footage but only two hours matter 
yeah. of dynamite. So you're about to have another two hour AEW Galaxy Championship. <laughs> so you're about to get two hours that could potentially matter. That's an easy split, even split. And you gotta use that to your advantage. And I hope they do, man. I hope they do. Mm-hmm. Definitely, man. Definitely. I mean, yeah, I mean, I know AEW doesn't like to use terms, certain terms, because certain terms that do not even matter, and they could absolutely use tenfold, like intercontinental or, you know, United States champion. We know they don't like to use that. They'd rather use TV networks for whatever reason. Um, But so, you know, you have um, you have you have a perfect opportunity, at least I feel, for AEW to even make a, a AEW championship and a World Heavyweight Championship. You know what I mean? Um, and I, th- I think that would be great. But like you said, I could see MJF floating. Um, yeah, I could oddly yeah, see that. MJF. Best thing about MJF, you know, he he might argue with his boss on live television sometimes. But at the end of the day, he's going to show up to work no matter who he likes and doesn't like in that locker room. He'll show up to work and do his job. Yeah. And that's something a decent amount of those guys can't say. A decent so, amount of people that are older and more experienced yeah. than him won't do. So Exactly, man. Exactly. Yeah, I could see it. I could see getting the second, you know, world title caliber title um, when he loses his title. I could see something like that. Yes, and I would absolutely love an AEW draft for the record. Bro, I could be so neat. Man, if that. only Regal was still there, dog. Uh, Imagine him too. Him Maybe and Sting GM, could be the GMs Sting. of each show. Ah, oh. especially if Sting's retiring this year, which kind of all signs have been pointing to it. Yeah, um, now we're gonna get Sting and Goldberg. Dude, if they end Sting's career on Goldberg, that's sort of God. No, him and Goldberg. Well, yeah, they could do that. They could do that, and then both of them could go be GMs of yep. each show because <laughs> they're rivals. Because <laughs> you fucking oh imagine Goldberg. Well, oh. and I think that motherfucker's ego is too big to be a GM. That is but true. Sting is a GM would be fucking fire. Yeah. William oh, Regal would have been the other perfect you, one, man. You could do. <laughs> You could do Sting. Sorry to cut you off, but you could do Sting and Tony Schiavone, and then when with Tony Schiavone being gone, you could put Nigel on commentary. Because what the fuck are they doing with Nigel McGuinness? Exactly, they just signed him and are doing nothing. I think he's doing ROH stuff. If anything, but like get him on the TV, that matters, bro. Get get him on get him on AEW and put him on that commentary booth, man. Tony Schiavone would be good. He could be good. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh, if, imagine if Regal was one and the Undisputed get drafted to his show. Oh. Oh, that would be so sick, God bro. That would be perfect. <sighs> oh, yeah. Fucking guys again. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. Um. So with that, with that, man. Um, the. AEW Dark Elevation show. Yo, what up, Muhammad? Muhammad, man. AEW Dark Elevation appears to be canceled. 
why they created a sub brand for AEW Dark is completely beyond me in the first place. The most pointless thing in existence was Dark Elevation. When the fuck do they even film Dark Elevation? They can just film it like monthly. Good lord. I don't fucking know, man. It, I don't know why it existed. I don't know why Dark still exists. No idea. I don't know why Rampage still exists. Yeah. I mean, look, I get having like one, which you can keep AEW Dark and just put it on YouTube. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep it. Nice Perfect. hour and a half. Just showcase like random indie talents. You know what I mean? You know, you know, that'd be cool. You know, I get keeping one show like main event. You know what I mean? Where you just, you know, uh, where you just, uh, dark was dark elevate. So when was dark filmed? Oh, was dark might've been the one in Florida. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, we don't have to watch this shit before that might anymore. Nope. We'll probably just get regular dark. <laughs> so, yeah, because they're probably using all their all their studio time uh, at Universal Studios for Ring of Honor now. Oh yeah, fuck. So, damn it. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, so according to this week's episode uh this week's episode description from aew's digital partner fight aew is set to cance to cancel aew dark elevation after two years the april 25th edition of of aew dark elevation featured the following descriptions seemingly confirming the show has been quietly canceled don't miss the special and final episode of Dark Elevation. It's it's best of Elevation airing on Fight. There is no best of Elevation, by the way. Um, the episode the episode is throwing it back to some of one of the best matches that we've that have graced our Monday nights over the years. Good Lord, good riddance. Yes, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Um, come on. Yeah, I mean, it's completely, co- completely useless. I mean, you know, you're you're pushing it. You know, watching at you're pushing it, asking people to watch dark, let alone a sub brand of AEW dark. I mean, you're you got balls, man. You got balls to promote that. I'm sorry. That's just that's that means. Insane. A Tony Khan, a Tony Khan across the week has AEW Dark, AEW or sorry AEW Dark Elevation, AEW Dark Dynamite. Then he's got ROH on Thursday, then on Friday Rampage. But by taking Dark away, you're just adding Collision. So there's still five days a week. The man is out of gas, bro. Creatively, you can tell on TV. You can absolutely just- tell. Shit, exactly. He just don't. It, I don't even think he's out of gas. He, no one's arms can reach that far. If he just focused on one thing, he'd be fine. Yeah, but it's just too much shit. He's out of it's, gas doing it by himself. Oh yeah, nobody can do that shit by himself. No, by themselves. You need to get a team, man. 
yeah. even like a small three-man whatever team get a fucking team he let william regal go so let that sink in man lord Ooh. I said, fuck you, Triple H. This is my boy now. Damn. <laughs> you want a contract tamper? Fuck you. Man, ain't no fucking This poor nice. man, this poor man Regal was on the phone telling him he just wants to go be with his son, and Tony Khan just tells him to go fuck himself. Man. Oh man. Like that—that's how you know. That's why the—that's why people get cold. Exactly, Logan. It's not that AEW doesn't care about him. When he can't kind of fucking forget, he's just fucking. Cause he's doing too much shit. Yeah, he's got too if much. Had, if you had a team that knew everybody on the roster at one time, you'd have everybody at the roster. Good lord, he needs a fucking team, man. Absolutely, absolutely. That man is out of gas on his own. He's. Maybe not out of gas yet, but he's getting fucking low. And when I tell you he's low, he's low. Really low. Alright, speaking of Tony Khan, man, we got one of his cool little backstage cameos again where he's just fucking standing there awkward with an AEW mic in his hand wearing a fucking suit. Um, Tony Khan has announced that the Owen Hart Cup is returning. The opening ceremony will begin at Double or Nothing. Yes, the tournament will begin at Double or Nothing. Um, There will be a tournament match at Forbidden Door, and the finals will take place in Calgary in July in Owen's hometown. Um, Did not expect that at all. I did not expect that at all. I could have swore up and down that this was going to be the collision announcement. I could have swore. Um, I could have bet on it. I would have fucking lost. But instead, they're going to wait till a month before the show takes place. Thus, putting the tickets on sale the next day after they announce it. Most likely. If I'm a betting man, that's what they're going to do. You fucking know a dog. You know exactly what they're gonna do. God, if I fucking hate anything about AEW, man, that's that's it right there. That is it right there, man. It really is. Um, horrendous. Um. So yeah, man, the Owen is returning, man. The Owen is returning, and looks to be pretty good, man. Looks to be pretty good this year. I hope they put together a pretty good tournament. It was a damn good tournament last year, except. The finals were a little weird. Adam Cole and Samoa Joe definitely aren't two people I would have picked in the finals, but whatever. Darby and Darby and Jeff was fucking that was banger. That show was heat, man. That show really was heat. Alright, man. Speaking of more problems on Tony Khan's plate. No, not that he's out of gas, but instead, we got We have details. Of the Jericho and CM Punk meeting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right. So Wade Keller said on the PW Torch radio that CM Punk and Chris Jericho did meet on Friday. Guess this would be the uh, last Friday, obviously. They were in Tampa. That is why CM Punk had to fly into Chicago on Monday. Mm. Mm. 
It was okay. also it was also said that the meeting between CM Punk and Chris Jericho went well. That being said, Keller did not mention the fact that Punk jumped over to WWE Raw and got backstage at the Allstate Center. What an idiot. It's the Allstate Arena, for Christ's sake. Uh, he got backstage at the Allstate Arena for an unannounced visit. He said, I... I heard the meeting uh, took place with Jericho and FTR. I think it was supposed to be on Friday, I think. That might have been why uh, he was in Tampa. And I just heard from one source that it went well. Sean Ross Sapp, behind Fightful's paywall, uh, reported that the meeting between Jericho and Punk did go down. And in fact, it was rather uneventful, all things considered. He said we'd report uh he said we'd reported that Jericho and Punk were set to meet and speak with one another and we've learned that over the last week those familiar with the situation said that the meeting was relatively uneventful all things considered and especially when taken into consideration the issues the two have had being that it was a little uneventful I hope they didn't hold back yeah, I hope they didn't just, you know, just kind of show up. You know what I mean? I hope they mm-hmm. at least sold some. Definitely. Absolutely. I hope they did. I hope they did. I, I hope they didn't just sit down there and say, yeah, we'll we'll do what we have to do so the company can grow. You know, yeah, I hope they... Like- and I feel, being that that's what was said, I feel... I mean, granted, I'm sure... If, if if I know CM Punk, if, if we know CM Punk any well, I'm sure this happened behind closed doors. So I don't know how the fuck these people would even know about this. I highly doubt that they had a, a crowd around there or not a crowd, but, you know, a little bit of people around them other yeah. than FTR, maybe one AEW higher up. But. I feel like this was settled behind closed doors, but but I really hope that they didn't just, you know, show up for the company's sake, you know? Definitely. I hope not. I hope not, because that'll just make it boil even more, man. Yeah. So let's hope it let's hope they did some with that. Yeah, man. Yes. Um Yeah, man. So, yeah, that was uh, that was reportedly how the meeting between uh, those two went. Um, so, we got some more news on CM Punk, man. This man, CM Punk. Gotta go, Phil. <laughs> All right, man. I know we all seen this on Monday. CM Punk backstage at Raw. Never thought that would come out of my mouth. This is why I say when people use the argument of I can't see him going there. I absolutely do not. I mean, now granted, I I know I know what you guys are all thinking. No, I'm not implying that CM Punk is with WWE. I'm not implying he went there to talk business with them. But what I'm saying is 
Did any of us ever even think this man would come close to a WWE arena? Ever again? I would have never thought. And it happened. So, CM Punk was not trying to return to WWE. The real reason why he has the real reason uh, the real reason why he was at Monday Night Raw is all right. So when CM Punk showed up to WWE Raw in Chicago, it caught a lot of people off guard. Uh, but as the details continued to come out, the picture became clearer why he was there to visit. As previously reported, Punk spoke with several wrestlers to clear the air. Phil. Dude. Phil, if you clear the air with the guy we're about to say, you could clear the air with the fucking elite. Dude. Man. Uh, well, all right, Logan. I don't know. I don't know about all that. You know the people use that as an argument all the time. Absolutely, that's that's yeah. all people ever say. Oh, I can't see him going there. He's not going to go there. That is literally that's all people thing. ever say. Exactly. So, company. Yeah. Right. So, first of all, this is fantastic. I mean, this reeks of. CM Punk, honestly, just trying to go and make amends with the business. Yeah, that's great. That's fantastic. I would have never fucking thought. We know CM Punk can be... I mean, you say it, Bell says it, everybody everybody says that. Everybody says that shit. Everybody says Everybody on Twitter, dude, literally everybody ever says that shit. Yes, yeah. It's, it's not just you guys. But, I mean... Hey, what's up, JT? How's it going, man? What's up, JT, bro? How you doing? Yeah, Logan, you're not the only one that says it, man. You're not the only one yeah. that says it. But that's absolutely the dumbest argument to me. I know you guys say yeah. it, but that's my opinion. I think that shit's fucking it stupid. Just this. I hate when people say it. I hate when people say that shit. That almost irks me as bad as when you're listening to like an old song and someone goes, Oh, that song's so old. No fucking shit, it's old. I don't give I a fuck. I, exactly. I, ooh. If I if I hate if I hate any any oh god. I, I I hate that almost as much as I hate the music, the music one. Um Hey Bill, why are you calling CM Punk Robert? I need the explanation. Yeah, I need, I need, I need the, I, I need the origin story to this. I need the reason why he's Robert Bell. Let me see. And I know him as Chicago Phil or Philly Phil. Chicago Phil. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I know him as. Chicago Phil, bro. Oh man, where did you get that from? Fucking Twitter. Robert Barathon. I gotta look that dude up. Hold on. Robert. Dude, I'm telling you, bro. Old music really is better. I don't know if that ever happens to you guys, bro, but I cannot fucking stand when I'm listening to a song and somebody goes, oh, man, why are you listening to this? This song's so old. I don't fucking care. Like, shut the fuck up. 
Like, what is the character from Game of Thrones, Bell? Because I see one. And I would love to see how he reminds you of CM Punk. Because he yes. physically does not look like CM Punk. How, how, that. how does he remind you of CM Punk, Bill? This Robert. Um, is, is he a baby? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Don't unblock me. Well, please unblock me. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I mean... Dude, I'm telling you, bro, I can't fucking stand when people say that. That is one of my biggest pet peeves. Or when somebody's in your car and they say, what are we listening to? How about you shut the fuck up? Do you pay my fucking car insurance? How about you shut your fucking face? All right? I fuck. Ooh. Man. Hate it. I fucking hate it. Anyway, I cannot fucking stand when people do that. I'll genuinely kick somebody out of my fucking car for doing that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, bro. But yes, you guys aren't the only ones that say that. But, I mean, you guys know, man, I can't stand that shit. It's just the worst. It really is. So, alright. As previously reported, (laughs) Punk, you want to answer that? (laughs) <laughs> Why do I have to? Oh no, I'm talking about CM Punk. He blocked us. Oh, oh, okay, gotcha. No, yeah, CM. I'm talking about CM Punk has to unblock us. That's all he I does meant. have to unblock us. This is ridiculous. This is getting ridiculous. I need to tag that motherfucker more. Seriously, I knew, dude. He's been on the fucking thumbnail so much because he's just been constantly in the news. And I can't even I tag can't... him. I just tagged yeah. this account called Blocked. If you guys go to my Instagram, just look at my post and click the tags and you'll just see blocked right on CM Punk. I don't know. You know what, man? I don't know. I don't know. When we go to one of these media scrums, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna ask him the hard hitting questions. I definitely have to ask him, Phil. Phil, can you please unblock me? Please. I did not do anything wrong. Um, okay. So, yeah, right. He <laughs> We gotta tell Cole Cabana to check his DMs too. Do man, he's been dodging. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, as previously reported, Punk spoke with several wrestlers to clear the air. He cleared the air with the Miz. If anybody can remember, he told the Miz to go suck. A blood money covered dick, you fucking dork. Quote unquote. So that's uh, that's how the Miz and uh, CM Punk. I wish AJ was there, man. I need a men's made between those two. Oh, Lopez, you see this shit? The fuck? Who is that? <laughs> he also briefly spoke with Triple Paul Levesque. <laughs> He he spoke with Triple P. Triple P. A lot of wrestlers were surprised in both AEW and WWE that he was there. Some in WWE believed he was there to test the waters for a return. PW Insider has detailed uh, a report regarding Punk being at the show. 
Punk flew in with WWE talent from Florida as he was doing commentary for Cage Fury Fighting Championships over the weekend. Also, his meeting with Jericho. Um, mm -hmm. Over the weekend, and that just so happened to be he was on the same flight as them. Uh, he found out WWE was in Chicago, close to his home. He arrived at the venue with with other WWE superstars, so that's how he got into the building and remained in the common area, or in the common area, in full view of anyone who walked by. He was never in a private room. They shook hands, him and Triple Paul, regarding his uh, regarding his chat with Triple H. Punk asked if it was all right that he was there and if Triple H had time so they could talk for two minutes. Triple H allegedly said he would have to make sure with the big guy, no, not Ryback, Vince McMahon, uh, he would have to make sure with the big guy if it was okay that he was there. A reference to Vince McMahon. With that... Mm -hmm. It is being reported by multiple sources that CM Punk showed up backstage at Monday Night Raw in Chicago. And the word is he was asked to leave by head of security and he did so no problem. And as that you can see, he was caught on video standing outside with Tamina Snuka. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Going right back, just hey man, punk's here. Phil, Chicago, Phil, Chicago, Phil. Oh fuck, get him out. Yeah. Get him. So there he is, standing outside, looking like the world's greatest groupie, outside of, outside of all state arena. <laughs> outside of all state arena, man. He's out there. Uh, he's out there looking like a groupie, and that was that, man. So, CM Punk, um. Yeah, man, I mean, it didn't say he didn't talk to Triple H for two minutes, and being that it was two minutes, I'm sure it did happen. And I'm happy. I'm happy for him, man. That's awesome. It really is. I would have never thought I'd seen the fucking day. I, I really did not, man. I really did not. That's crazy. And it, it's, it's good to me because it shows that CM Punk wants to still be around the business, man. And that's a good sign for me. Definitely, man. And if he's willing to uh, make amends in WWE, I believe Logan said it a little bit uh, earlier. Yeah, he's, he says, I think CM Punk was just trying to show people that he could make amends and, and that it could work with the elite. That's so true, man. And, you know, you hear the stories of... You hear the stories of, of him really, really wanting to make it work with the elite. So it's a really good sign, and, I, and I'm very happy for him. The fact that he got to talk to Triple H only if it was for two minutes, and I mean they shook hands. So, yeah. um, and man, if you can make amends in WWE, man, that's a that's a huge, huge thing. And 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 the Miz, especially, man. I mean, that you know, he definitely didn't say you know the nicest of things to to the Miz, and um. You know, I mean, it was it, it was it was it was really nice of him to do. It really was. Exactly, man. Exactly, and it's a good sign to see how he's treating all this, man, and all his past dramas. Just going up to the Miz, just hey, man, I'm sorry for telling you to suck a to go suck a blood money covered dick. 
You fucking dork, man. I'm sorry. And then he goes up to Triple H, just, hey, man, I'm sorry that the that the company isn't better off with my with the quote unquote dipshit son-in-law. I'm sorry. You are, you aren't you aren't the idiot daughter or the doofus son-in-law. Doofus son-in-law. <laughs> man, that man knows how to insult people. That shit funny as hell, man. About the doofus son-in-law. Doofus. Come on. Man. Sorry for calling WrestleMania a buy one get four extravaganza. Good. Main event Just... night four of a buy one get one extravaganza. Fuck. Good lord. Oh, fucking uh, Chicago Phil, man. But I'm glad he's making amends. Man, yes, that's it's awesome. It's awesome to hear. It's awesome to hear. And and I'm happy for him, man. I'm happy for him. And um it, it it really is a great thing, man. It definitely, especially somebody like CM Punk, uh, where, you know, again, nobody, he's literally the last person that anybody would think would show up to Raw in 2023 to make amends with those in WWE. I mean, that's uh, that's awesome. And that's a that's a huge step from where he was, man, uh, or, you know, to where at least where people looked at him, uh, you know, back in September. You know, I what I mean, this guy was this guy was the, the fucking walking antichrist. You know what I mean? And and now he's getting back into the good graces, and and it really is a beautiful thing to see, man. You love to see it, and and I'm and I'm happy for him. I really am. It's it takes a lot. It takes a lot to squash to squash the beef, but um, you know, sometimes it could take a lot. But it's it's awesome that he did that, man. It really is. Exactly, man. Exactly. Yeah, man. So. With that, speaking of that episode of Monday Night Raw, we touched on it on Monday, but PW Insider did confirm that significant changes were made to the Raw booklet. They were made at the request of Vince McMahon, who remotely evaluated the booklet. Yeah, man, doing it from home, it's over with. Seriously. Yeah, right. Um, fucking man found the FaceTime app on his phone. So, um, regardless, even though this news came out, I was really scared when this news came out. But it honestly didn't really end up being that bad of a show. Whether Triple H just had a fire lit inside of him after talking to Chicago Phil. Um, you know, uh, and, you know, maybe he put his foot down. Maybe CM Punk, you know told him some lines out of the pipe bomb to get him hyped up again. I don't know what the fuck happened, but it actually wasn't that bad at all. Um, what I heard, it was mostly just cutting women segments. That shows Triple H and not Triple H what Vince did. Yep. That was the only, that was the only thing that was the only thing I was hearing. I heard, I, I heard that, um, Candace and Piper got cut another segment of them but yeah that was the only thing that was the only thing I heard as well and watching the show I didn't even realize it because the raw women I'm just so used to that division sucking but afterwards mm-hmm. man I mean you, you really I don't know I don't know what the the decline in, in interest in women is for these people well women's wrestling I, I'm I don't know I don't know where the decline came from so hard, but 
I mean, it's in full effect, man. It's in full effect, really but is, um, man. yeah, man. But I mean, as for the as for the other parts of the show, man. I mean, Triple H put on a pretty damn good show. You can always tell what is a Vince McMahon show and 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 what is a Triple H show. And I don't mean that in the sense of if it's bad, it's Vince McMahon. If it's good, it's Triple no. H. You can decipher what a bad Triple H show is from a, a bad exactly. Vince McMahon show. You know, there's a heavy difference between those two. Yep. A hundred percent. A hundred percent, man. So the show honestly wasn't even that bad, man. I mean, and even, you know, I mean, he cut Candace and Piper, but like, you know what? Well, I mean, what fucking yeah. interests are they fucking garnering right now? Anyway, I'm sorry. Exactly. Somebody has to say it. It's fucked up, you know, that they're getting cut, but like, you know, they oh, haven't well. been fucking treated with no importance at all because fucking Bianca Belair just, Runs the women's division, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. Literally, it's just how it is. I don't know, man. So, that was that, man. Um, And speaking of uh, WWE, WWE is considering split-branded pay-per-views... Yet again, WRKD Wrestling reports that WWE is considering uh, WWE is considering split branded pay per view events once again with the new WWE with the new World Heavyweight Championship ushering in that change. One format discussed the announcement of the draft and the introduction of the new World Heavyweight Championship on WWE Raw is the idea uh, is the idea of potential brand exclusive monthly premium live events. So first of all, you do not need to do this. No. The 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 thing, you know, could it work for getting, you know, people spotlights sure but your roster's not as big as it used to be in 2018 you know what i mean and also the less content the better that is Mm -hmm. one thing that's so you know prominent in professional wrestling bro do you remember 2017 when there was 20 fucking four pay-per-views in a year that shit was insane yeah yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, man, if you want to do a couple, maybe two out of the year for each brand, I'm I'm sure I'm asking for two less in terms of WWE's mindset, but maybe that, bro, but like what the fuck? Like nah, I don't know about this, man. I don't know about this. I mean, the less again, the less content, the better. Uh the, at least that's what I think. But then again, you also got to think Triple H is also sitting here probably trying to please the talent as well because they were, you know, bitching about not being on Mania and stuff like that. So, you know, I don't know, man. It, it's tough. It's tough for Triple H because he's kind of got to sit in between both boats of a fan's perspective where you would absolutely love less pay-per-views because in wrestling, more than anything, less is more. And then you got to deal with the talent side of things where they're bitching because they're not on every single fucking pay-per-view. But it's like some of these people that fucking suck don't need to be on the cards anyway. I don't give a shit. Like, but if you don't garner the spot, you don't garner the spot. That's that's all there is to it. 
Exactly, man. Stop putting Omas. Stop putting fucking Logan Paul on so many cards. Don't waste it on bad money. Waste put it put it with talent, actual talent that can be there. It's that simple, man. Yeah, I don't think you really need this pub uh paper split at all. No. No. Not at all. Yeah, and and, and you know, you can you have pay-per-views like um you know SummerSlam and stuff they feel like a bigger deal they feel like a bigger deal because you're seeing everybody on the show also what are the odds we get a raw pay-per-view that leaves one month build into SummerSlam and then you get a SmackDown pay-per-view that you know it shafts SmackDown and they get two weeks build to SummerSlam Exactly. Or like what Logan was saying, they could do a month after month thing. But even then, all right, when when you got two months built for a pay-per-view, usually each time. But then, like I said, a SummerSlam will randomly come up, and one of them will be going three months without a pay-per-view, and the other will be going one. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be lopsided no matter what you do. Yep. It just doesn't work right now. No, it doesn't. And again, you know, they're they're... they're things like their tag team division and stuff like that those are not good enough to do a brand exclusive pay-per-views with i mean you're just going to get rinse and repeat you know Mm -hmm. um that's all it's going to be so i you know obviously maybe something like this could come into fruition where it makes a little sense to add some brand exclusivity pay-per-views but as for right now man um, I'm, 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 I'm giving a hard no on this, man. I'm going to, I'm going to say, um, like I always say less, less is more and the less pay-per-view events you do, the better for sure. Exactly, man. Exactly. I think that's the better move, man. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely, man. So with that, look, man, we got a rumor we got a rumor on the rumored main event match for Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40. What have we been saying, bro? According to WrestleVotes via Give Me Sport, the highly anticipated rematch, yes, rematch, between Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns is on the table to main event WrestleMania 40 next year in Philadelphia. While this news is exciting for fans, it is important to note that plans can always change in the unpredictable world of professional wrestling. Ah. Uh. I, it's gonna happen. I think the way they're going with Roman, the fact that they created a whole new title, he's keeping that shit till Mania, dog. It's just how it's gonna be. If they didn't create that title, I think he'd be losing at SummerSlam. Yeah. But the fact they give the here take this for now title, he, he's keeping that shit till Mania, bro. <laughs> Dude, the thing is, the thing is, bro, Roman Reigns. Or sorry, Cody Rhodes. Like I know a lot of people, uh, a lot of people say this, and it's true. If Cody Rhodes wins two Royal Rumbles in a row, the fans are going to turn on him. That's just how it's going to be. The fans oh, yeah. are going to absolutely turn on him. But the thing is, with Cody, Cody doesn't have to win the Rumble because somebody 
could win it and challenge the world heavyweight champion. Then, you know, we have that on one of the, you know, main events of of night one or whatever. Um, And Cody Rhodes can go and have to fight the odds of an elimination chamber. They could, they'll probably even tell the story of him getting eliminated at the Royal rumble and him just fucking sitting there all sad, you know, you know, he'll, he'll be sitting on that fucking, on that fucking ramp. So sad. It'll be hilarious. That's I think that's the way I, I don't think they're dumb enough to make him win two rumbles in a row, but you know, they'll play up to it. Hardcore whether either way, if he does or doesn't, yeah, definitely. I could I could absolutely see that, man. I could absolutely see that. And, bro, oh, my God. And, Dude. honestly, too, the fact that they added another world championship to occupy the other main, card ta- uh, uh, main event card talent that do not have another year of their career to waste around fighting for nothing... I could absolutely see SmackDown being held down one more fucking year. Good Lord, man. I think think that's the path, man. I think that's the obvious path. You know what? hmm. I could see... I could see WWE as a swerve Mm -hmm. saying, putting Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns on separate brands to give the fans the illusion that... Mm-hmm. Cody's not going to challenge. He's going to build it up to the Royal Rumble. He's going to lose the Royal Rumble, but I think he's going to be in the final six. Now, you know that cool rule they just added where the final six actually get something this year or the final four mm-hmm. or something like that, whatever it is, the final five, I think it was, get a spot in the elimination chamber. So I think, mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think that that's going to be Cody's way in the Elimination Chamber, and I think he'll win it. Ooh. And that sounds like something they would absolutely do. And that it doesn't sound too bad, but I just, I mean, storyline, I mean, what I just gave you doesn't sound all that bad, but it sounds bad in the fact that SmackDown's going to have to be fucking on lockdown for another year. Exactly, dog. Like, that's the thing. It's a million times better than just winning the Rumble a second time. That would be great booking. If it's not another year of Roman as champ, because that's all we're yep. gonna get. And the question though, who tosses that man Cody over, bruh? Is it is it Gunther? Is it Seth? Maybe I would like Seth. I think Seth would be perfect, but he might already be a champion at that point, so he might not even be in that match. Right. So who did you do it with? You can do it with some people, man. You could probably have it be maybe oh, Solo no. again. <sighs> Yeah, Logan Paul, dog, please. And then he'll get his revenge in the chamber, because they'll put Logan Paul in that chamber, too. Because <laughs> from a lot because, you know, he fucked over Seth last year at chamber. So, good lord. Man. But, anyway, it's, it's the path, dude. He's keeping that shit till Mania 40, man. God, I feel bad for Sami Zayn. I swear to, I swear to God, man. Oh man, man, that sucks. That sucks. I feel so bad for Sami Zayn. <laughs> fucking all this fucking bullshit 
All, all this fucking run around for Cody Rhodes to get a fucking world championship. And this man, Sammy, was the hottest fucking baby face in the company and got nothing. He got a tag title run, and he's he's still telling a great story. I'm not trying to diminish what he's doing, but man, I mean, fucking, it's ridiculous, dude. It should be this. All this fucking run around, all this fucking run around for for Cody Rhodes to get his world championships, man, and yet this man Sami Zayn put on an absolute fucking cinema. Between uh, literally for like fucking six, seven months straight with the bloodline. And then after the bloodline, no, Sammy's not where he belongs at all. That's no, he man, that's bullshit. Oh, that's man, that's bullshit, bro. That's bullshit. I'm sorry, man. That sucks. It really is, man. That's horrible. I feel so bad for him. (sighs) Fucking year storyline, man. And then next year, it's just going to be fucking predictable as fuck anyway. Yeah, literally, it's just gonna be just oh, Cody wins after a year. It's like uh, they 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 put themselves in a little to the biggest corner ever. At least at SummerSlam, bro, you have like at least like a tiny little margin of unpredictability left. You know what I mean? But WrestleMania is just WrestleMania is a clear cut. And then by the time we get to WrestleMania, is WWE gonna say, "Oh no, we need Roman to hit." 1,200 days. So now let's keep him on it. Like, what are we doing here, bro? What are we doing? They, unbelievable. 2028, baby. Unbelievable. <laughs> 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 fucking backlash 2028. Five more years, man. No, Five man. I God, I feel so bad for Sami Zayn. It's horrible, man. That all, was this, horrible. all this fucking ruckus. And all they had to do was have Cody fight for one title and Sammy fight for another. Easiest solution ever. <sighs> Crazy. Crazy, man. Um. So, speaking of WrestleMania, yeah, this year was oh, such boy. like a cool, like, I haven't watched a nerve-wracking match like that in a minute. Yeah, man. So, yeah, yeah. It's it's absolutely, absolutely uh, no sense, no sense. Of the word going to be the the unpredict the nail biter that it was this year. It's 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 fucking it's it's bootleg rock versus bootleg John Cena all over again. That's that's exactly man. It's essentially what it is, man. So moving on to a different WrestleMania. WrestleMania forty one. So obviously next year we have forty in Philadelphia. And we move on to forty one, man. According to Patrick Kessler Special contributor, WCCO TV, CBS, Minneapolis. His city is in the running to get WrestleMania in 2025. That would be an epic deal for Minneapolis. He says, sources tell me Minneapolis is a finalist city for WrestleMania 25. This would be a huge get. Says Minneapolis, um, oh, and then he just talks about Mania and the city of Minneapolis. Um, 
So obviously, I'm sure this was very exciting news for our boy Logan. And this could be, this could be something, depending on how the product looks, this could be something that we would, uh, this could be something that, that, uh, we, uh, we might have to meet you down there for, man. This could be something. So, man, definitely. I think absolutely, man. Uh, yeah, again, I mean, we'll definitely have to see what the, uh, See how the see how the product develops, but otherwise, man, it should be it should be pretty exciting, man. It should be pretty exciting. UK would be pretty sick too. I would be down to go to a WrestleMania in the UK. Definitely, man. Definitely, that could be cool. That would be pretty interesting. So, yeah, man, that's where it looks like WrestleMania Forty One could be emanating from, man, Minneapolis. In their new, I believe it's U.S. Bank Stadium. I think that's what it's called. Could be wrong. Or U.S. Bank Field. Whatever it is. Whatever it is, it's a beautiful arena. Uh, whatever it is, it's a beautiful arena, man. And I think it would I think it would make for a really nice uh, mania visual, man. I think it would be pretty cool. Oh, man. Definitely. And with that, man, we got... Something we all know about, um, obviously from Wednesday, but as you can see on your screen, Roderick Strong is all elite. First of all, who the fuck used this Roddy picture? Oh, Dad, I swear that old ass picture. Bro, what? Why is why did they use a why did they use a picture where he is not at all in the shape that he was in that he's in now? Makes no sense, but whatever. Uh but regardless, regardless, bad picture choice, but I'll let him off the hook, I guess. Yeah, man, Roderick Strong is the newest member of the AEW roster, man, and it actually shocked those in WWE because Nobody knew he was released. Not a fucking soul. That shit was so fucking shocking, man. I heard that song, and I was thinking no fucking way. And then he fucking came out there, man. I jumped up. That shit was crazy as hell. I did not expect that in the slightest. Not at all. Not at all. But I'm very excited to see him, and I hope, I hope we can, uh, I hope we can see the final piece to the puzzle. Uh, Mr. Bobby Fish make his way back into uh, AEW, man. I think it's something... Excuse me. I think it's something that absolutely needs to happen. I think it's something that absolutely needs to happen. And I hope they can make it happen, man. And then, obviously, O'Reilly getting back from... um... Dude! Logan! I said the same fucking thing! Dude! Sir K, did I not tell you that, bro? He did. He Dude, did. I, I, I seen S, uh, at least what I thought was SRS, and I was like, Sean Ross Sap? And then once I fucking, once I went back and looked at the logo, I was like, oh, that's fuck, that's the Roddy logo. Dude, man. This shit crazy. This shit classic, man. God damn. 
But it's great to see him, man. That ship shocking as hell. I've heard I heard a rumor that he was his contract ended in November. I don't know if I believe that. But um we'll get the details eventually, man. But now we need Kyle O'Reilly back and we need Bobby fucking fish dog. We need him. He might be tweeting pictures of Benoit, but we fucking need him back to complete this. Yeah, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. I know. Bobby Fish. I know Bobby Fish would. Uh, I know he would go to war for Triple H. But Mr. Fish, I don't think Triple H would go to war for you. Um, no, yeah, I, I think you yeah, need no. to. Yeah, I think you need to make that hard, hard fucking U-turn. And uh, go right back oh, to Jacksonville, man. Exactly. Because I'm fucking snowman cop, man. You better make your apologies. He really needs to. He really needs to, man. So, yeah, man. So, Roddy, yeah, it shocked people that, that uh, he was gone from WWE. And apparently only very few people knew. Um, apparently very few people knew that Roger Strong was out of his WWE deal and it is crazy to see but it's good to see he looks 10 times happier and um man man oh man were those stories sad about hearing that man just walking around miserable as fucking NXT exactly man I'm so glad he could be with his wife not on a schedule in the same company again or with his friends man that's good to see absolutely and with that man, with that man, speaking of people that also have deals coming up soon, Combat Coverage Wrestling uh, is reporting uh, that New Japan star Will Ospreay's contract with the promotion is set to expire soon, according to DAZN. Former IWGP World Heavyweight Champion Will Ospreay recently joined uh, recently joined DAZN, in which he provided an update on his contract situation with New Japan Pro Wrestling. He says, "My contract with New Japan is up next February, so from that point, who's not gonna want who's not gonna want this kid who's dedicated to being a hard worker and wanting to put on the the best quality of matches." End quote. Will Ospreay has work dates for All Elite Wrestling and has expressed working on their all-in London event this summer. Let's fucking go. There is growing media speculation that with Ospreay's interest in the event could be a sign of All Elite Wrestling's of All Elite Wrestling being interested in signing him to a deal in 2024. February 2024. Let's see it, man. Let's see it, man. Damn, that's damn near the same time as fucking MJF. That's crazy. Damn near, man. Um, I still don't see Will Ospreay going to WWE. I, I still don't see it. No. Uh, I, think, I don't see it, man. They were loving him so much. I think, I think Triple H is going to make a play to get him. Because apparently... From the, the from the rumors I've been hearing, Triple H is going to try making a play at a lot of people that uh, AEW is uh, has coming up in 2024. So it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to exactly. be interesting. 
I, again, he'd go anywhere. I could see I could see him signing if Triple H is really in charge. If Vince McMahon ain't no fuck away. If it's Triple H, I think there's a chance. But they just limit people so much in there. I, I, I say he makes the decision to go to, to AEW, man. But he could a gig go anywhere, man. I wouldn't be shocked. Especially with who knows who they have signed even more in that fucking... At that point, he might have to. Look, man. I'm not saying I can't see him ever going to WWE. I'm saying at this juncture, from what he's talked about and from what I've seen on interviews, I don't think he wants to go to WWE right now. But no, I would I would never I would never put that out of possibility. No, it's always a possibility. I, I could see it. I don't I don't foresee him making that decision the way he's been talking, man, but he could. He very well could. We don't know how it's going to look, man. So, I could... He could go anywhere, man. But if I'm a betting man, I'm a bet AEW. I'm a bet AEW, too. And and also... um, Also... Will Ospreay... Is probably looking at all the constant, like, Vince McMahon changes within WWE. Um, it's good. You know, I... I, um... He, yes, especially for a guy like him, especially for a guy, uh, especially for a guy like him, I think it is, I think it's, it's a little too risky for him to go there. I mean, look at, look at a guy like Jay White. So, yeah, man. man. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not saying I say it all the time, but I'm never going to say that I can never see him going to WWE because anything is possible. But I'm saying right now, and based off what we just read, I feel he's I feel he, he's leaning towards AEW. I think he likes their culture a lot more, and I think he likes the freedom that they give a lot more because you know how Will Ospreay works. If Will Ospreay don't want to lose... Well, Osprey's not losing. If he's in WWE, sorry, bro, you're losing. You're losing, bro. Ain't, ain't no choice in that fucking company. You can't fight that shit. Nope. It ain't up. You, you know he can, man. So the decision I see him making is, is AEW, man. But you never know. Landscape could be different. Who knows, man? Who knows? But if I'm, like I said, if I'm a betting man, I'm betting that AEW contract. Same. So, yeah. Same with boys. So chew on that, Logan. All right. <laughs> so it shouldn't be a choice in AEW, but Tony. We all know Tony Khan is a friend. He's not a boss. We all know he this. Likes, he, he, he ain't got no spine. He's like Triple H, man. He yeah. got no balls. He got no damn balls. <laughs> so. All right, man. So next, Dark Side of the Ring announced all 10 episodes for season four. The new season will debut on Vice TV on May 30th. Dude, I am so fucking glad that that did not get canceled and that they are not uh, sticking around with the uh, campfire stories or stories of the territory or whatever the hell it was called. Um, thank God, man. So, I cannot wait. Shit. Yes, and I have a rundown of the ten episodes for you guys, man. I'm gonna flash it on the screen from what they showed in the trailer. 
we have Chris Candido and Tammy, Magnum TA, Adrian Adonis, Doink the Clown. That should be interesting. I never knew anything about him. Uh, Junkyard Dog, another one. Marty Janetti, that one should be good. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow, another interesting one. Abdullah the Butcher, another interesting one. Bash at the Beach 2000 and the Graham Family. Mm. Dude, dude, the ones that like I have no idea of are always the fucking always best, the best ones. ones. Literally, I I, I, I don't know what the fuck happened at Bash at the Beach 2000. I don't know what happened there, but that should be really interesting. I know a little bit about like Abdullah the Butcher. I know a, I've, everybody knows about Marty Jannetty. Um, the Graham family, I don't know. I did not know anything about Doink the Clown or Junkyard Dog um, or Magnum T. Honestly, bro, other than Marty Jannetty, I did not know anything that would have required a dark side of the ring for any of these guys. That's interesting, man. I swear. That is going to be that's gonna be something else, man. That it is, is man. I'm intrigued, man. I'm just waiting for season five all all out media scrum, dog. I'm waiting. Dude. I'm waiting for it. Yes, bro. Yes. We need it. We need it, man. You gotta get man, you gotta get Scott Coleman on that shit. You have you to gotta, he's gotta narrate it. He's just talking about being my brother's share bank account. <laughs> he's just talking. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he would then talk about Cole Cabana sharing a bank account with his mother. Like he's not narrating. He had a meeting with Chris Jericho. Oh my God. Of course it went well, but it did not. <laughs> SRS. Said it went well, but it did not. All right, man. And before we get on to our final story, Trinity Fatu. Trinity Fatu, man. PW Insider is reporting that Trinity Fatu will be making her Impact debut this Friday. And it is not a one-night appearance, but instead... The beginning of her first run in Impact. What? You've never watched The Dark Side of the Ring? Holy shit. What? Do you got some watching to do? You got to watch that Ben Wall one. Ben Wall and technically a part two to the Eddie Guerrero one. Those Both of those are fucking sad. Uh, Who was the the dope that punched that interviewer? Oh my god! I always forget his fucking name, dog. Oh no! I always fucking forget. Dark side of the ring. Let's see. Jesus, man, dog, that shit was amazing. Dude, it really was. Let me see. Oh man, what the fuck? Can't remember. David Schultz. Damn, David Schultz and the slap heard around the world. Bro, slapped a fucking news interviewer for calling wrestling fake. 
fucking yeah. go. And then we have a little bit uh I think me and you still have a little bit of the third season to watch. I think we do. Chris Canyon do. was good. Chris Canyon was really <laughs> good. Um was really good. Collision in Korea was really good. Uh really Nick good. Nick Gage was hilarious. Um at least the part of him robbing the bank with no mask. Um Brian Pillman was really good. Um Blood Wire uh Blood and Wire Onita's FMW was good. Uh Johnny K9 was, was really good. good. Luna Vachon. Twitter goat. The steroid trials and Rob Black's XPW was really good. And the plane ride from hell. Those were all amazing, bro. Fantastic. Fantastic. I think we might have missed one from season three that we didn't watch, but Yeah, definitely. But yeah, man. Um but yes, Trinity uh Trinity, man, what the hell are you doing? Why are you in impact? Um Man, that's uh it's a little disappointing. If I do say so myself, but I feel like she won't be there long. No, um, I think it'll just be a short, short instance in there, man. Yeah, there's absolutely no way Trinity would sign a long term deal with with um impact. There's there's just no way. There's no way. I, I feel I feel that she is um I feel that she knows that there's better for her out there and she's good friends with Jade Cargill, man. I'm sure J if TK doesn't want her already, I'm sure Jade Cargill could uh um I'm sure Jade Cargill could put in a good word for her, man. So Yes. Um yeah man, but I'm happy for her. I'm happy she's she's stepping outside of the WWE bubble, man. It's just very nice to see. Definitely, man. You love to see it, man. Good for her, man. Definitely, man. And then with our final story before we get on out of here. WWE and Vince McMahon being sued over alleged racist scripts for Bianca Belair, Apollo Crews, and others. Uh, Man. These were insane. Dude. Dude. My jaw has not dropped reading a story about WWE in so long because I'm just not shocked by any of this. That Monsoor one? Dude, I, I can't believe that. That's insane. That Shane Thorne one got me. I was like, what the actual fuck, bro? Dude, I read that. I was like, oh my god, ain't no fucking way. Like, dude, we're not in the fucking attitude era anymore. Like, why, why, why are you even thinking? Why are you writing a television product that you people yourselves like to say is targeted at children? And then you show that kind of shit and want to do things like that? Good Lord. So according to a story from Bloomberg Law, a lawsuit has been filed against WWE, Vince McMahon, and other executives for allegedly discriminating against a black female wrestler for uh, for objecting to offensively racist and stereotypical stereotypical jargon uh, that was used for scripts uh, for black wrestlers, including Bianca Belair and Apollo Crews. Bloomberg News wrote, 
Brittany Abrahams, Brittany Abrahams, multiple complaints were ignored and she was, and she was pretextually terminated for taking home a WrestleMania branded chair. What? She, she was terminated for that? Wow, Britain. Good Lord. Let me read that one more time. Brittany Abraham's multiple complaints were ignored and she was pretextually terminated for taking home a WrestleMania branded chair, according to the complaint filed in the U.S. District Court of Eastern District of New York on Monday. Abraham started working for both Raw and SmackDown in 2000. Oh, man, she's probably seen a lot of shit. Per the complaint... One of uh, one of the things referenced in the complaint was Bianca Belair allegedly being sh- being instructed to say, "Uh-uh, don't make me take off my earrings and beat your ass." It was also stated that Cruz was told to speak with a stereotypical and exaggerated Nigerian accent, which makes all the sense in the world because as soon as he went back down to NXT, he just cut it. Exactly, because he didn't want to fucking do that, man. God damn. Good lord. Me too, dude. Uh, Abrahams also said she complained that she was subject to a number of racist pitches on a Slack thread with Vince McMahon and daughter Stephanie McMahon. It uh, included other writers suggested... Black male, black male wrestlers should dress in drag, but the pitch was scrapped when a white writer said that this could perpetuate harmful stereotypes and that would offend the viewers. Huh. Nice to have one fucking. Yeah, I was gonna say. Looks like somebody stuck uh, stuck up for whoever the fuck they were trying to dress in drag. In another instance, it was it was proposed by a writer to have Muslim wrestlers secret reveal that he was behind the 9-11 attacks. Why why would you ever why would you eh, bro why would you ever write that, dude? Is that like what? A, a... How the hell is that? Oh. That's not an idea. Yeah. yeah, dude, that's insane. Abraham said she was fired. Abraham said she was fired after opposing racist and sexist pitches. She is seeing reinstatement damages and de- uh, de- declaratory judgment an injunction restraining defendants from engaging in such lawful unlawful conduct WWE has yet to respond to the lawsuit uh first of all let me uh get this out of the way by just saying nothing will happen they will pay her off uh for what she's yeah. looking for her damages and it looks like that this Ryan Callahan is still the head president of SmackDown. He's still. That is, that is insane. Dude, this, this company was just being shown to be so incredibly racist, and people just forgot about the next day, talking about whole other shit like, dog, this should be, this should be CM Punk media scroll levels of news. 
that people are talking about. Dog, that is insane. That is horrible. Bro, oh my, dude. Why? I do, I do not understand the appeal to Ryan Callahan and especially Vince McMahon, bro. I mean, what the fuck? Really? So, from the lawsuit details, WWE forced wrestler Apollo Crews to speak with a Nigerian accent because of his Nigerian lineage. uh, Plaintiff, which is um, Brittany Abrahams, emailed Ryan Callahan and complained about the offensive nature of the requirement for Apollo Crews to speak with the stereotypical and exaggerated Nigerian accent. However, despite Brittany's complaint, Callahan failed and or refused to take correction, and as a result, Callahan and WWE forced Brittany to uh, to require Apollo Crews to speak with a racially artificial Nigerian accent. Uh, Oh, they get worse. They get worse. They get way, way worse. More details of the story said that uh, that was said to be pitched in the lawsuit was for a love storyline between Mansoor, Angel Garza, and Aaliyah. The writers pitched that Mansoor has a secret that he has been keeping from Aaliyah. Ryan Callahan disagreed with the secret that the two writers came up with and instead suggested his big secret is that he was behind the 9-11 attacks. Another pitch was suggested by Mike Heller in which a Muslim female wrestler would lack authority over her own mind and body. Why the fuck? What are these ideas? Absolutely disgusting. I mean, dude. You should be fired instant in that fucking meeting. Dude, what? Good God. That's insane, dog. That is insane. And then you wonder why having fucking... And and then people wonder why people in WWE are genuinely upset. And fans think a lot of times it's just what they see on television. The amount of shit backstage or like one of the stories I was reading with Bianca Belair was, you know, she didn't want to say that shit and they were trying to force her to say that. Dude, if somebody does not feel comfortable saying something, you should not have to fucking force anybody to do anything because wrestling, uh, quite honestly, to succeed in wrestling, you have to be a version of yourself, right? Exactly. This is the problem with WWE trying to manufacture things, and shit like this is just fucking... I, I, I could not fucking believe I was reading that. Mansoor was behind the 9-11 attacks. What the fuck kind of reaction did you think that was going to garner when he fucking told Aaliyah, oh yeah... Uh, I'm, my secret is that I was behind the 9-11 attacks. What the fuck? What? Huh? Dude, I do not get things, man. (sighs) Mm. 
literally the last in the last three years they were given ideas like this to your point fire just seriously there's no point for them to be there uh they do not push the business any forward at all anyway to sir k's point people fucking crucified cm punk for doing what he did meanwhile you really don't hear people saying anything about this anymore hey they already dude people crucify for everybody mjf for a week after he said he made that joke about takeshna for like two weeks straight people hated mjf and this company is exposed to doing this and not a fucking word dog I, i hate that shit i hate it oh somehow some way it gets a little worse According to the lawsuit filed yesterday, a pitch was made around spring of 2021 when Shane Thorne was randomly using a crocodile Dundee gimmick. A pitch was made around spring of 2021 by Ryan Callahan in which a white male wrestler would have a hunting gimmick and would hunt a black male wrestler for fun. Dude. Dog. Fire. Just fire him, bro. I mean, dude, how the fuck are you in Endeavor and you're looking at this? Dude, so much shit has happened since they bought this company with Vince McMahon and they haven't said a fucking word. Nothing. They've just been sitting there just Damn. Like, dog. So, I'm not done, unfortunately. So, Callahan thought since Shane Thorne is Australian, they could give him a crocodile hunter gimmick, but instead of hunting crocodiles, he would hunt for people. And then you wonder why Nick Miller wanted to go hang out with his family back in 2017 and then dipped off to New Japan. And then you fucking wonder. Dude. Yeah, dude. That man, Nick Miller, is a fucking legend. Bro told the company he wants to just go be with his family in Australia. And they released him for it. They granted his release. And he just went to New Japan. Dude's a fucking legend, dog. That is an absolute legend. Um, He is my goat. That is my goat. That's... So... So, um, oh, yeah, so they, okay, so Callahan thought that since Shane Thorne is Australian, they could give him a crocodile hunter-like gimmick, but instead of hunting crocodiles, he would hunt people, like he's fucking Steve Irwin. A storyline was pitched by Callahan... Oh, man, a storyline was pitched by Callahan that would see Shane Thorne constantly capture and beat up Reggie. But in the end, Reggie would always escape. There were also plans discussed where Reggie would be held inside of cages. Oh. My. Lord. Dude. Bruh. What did you say to that? 
I don't know. What the what, fuck? What can we That's see? Thing, dog. What? Uh... Yeah. That's the thing, too. Yeah, he needs Endeavor to go. Endeavor doesn't care. Endeavor do not care, bro. They don't. Um, They just had a fighter on Twitter. He tweeted out. He, t- he called on Twitter another UFC fighter the word that AJ Styles would describe certain people as. Good lord. He just tweeted it in, in, like a week ago. What the fuck? <laughs> you can't do that anymore. And Endeavor don't care. Dana White don't care. And they don't care for WWE, man. It's yeah. sad, bruh. It's horrible. Absolutely, yeah. No, nothing, nothing will happen to Vince. Uh, I would even be surprised at this point if if something happens to Ryan Callahan. But bro, uh, man, that's just absolutely insane. And this is what these WWE wrestlers have to deal with on a weekly basis. Shit like this, absolutely insane, absolutely insane, man. Um, thankfully, we do have people. Uh, at least some people back there that are willing to speak up and fucking do the right thing. Um, because, man, exactly. I mean, that, that is that is an absolute fuck fest, man. That is an absolute fuck fest. And unfortunately, you know, nothing will happen. Vince is just going to pay his way out of this one. Like, he's going to pay his way out of the rest of them. And that's going to be it. Um, and that's going to be the end of it. But, my God, holy fucking shit, man. That is... That is that is actually disgusting, man. It is absolutely disgusting and just complete and utter fucking just a complete and utter just ridiculousness, man. Uh, completely fucking unacceptable for this publicly traded company that WWE likes to uh, gloat about. So, Endeavor, Endeavor, man. Um, and, and you know, the reason Endeavor doesn't give a shit is because. Endeavor knew exactly what they were getting themselves into. Ari Emanuel is Vince McMahon's real life friend, so he doesn't he doesn't give a fuck. He don't care. You know you. He was sitting right next to fucking Vince McMahon. Then when the reporter asked him, "Oh, what uh, what what the fuck? Oh, how how's how did everything go with the with the uh, with the allegations last year?" Fucking Ari Emanuel was sitting right next to him. He didn't say say or do a fucking thing about it. You know, they're laughing to each other behind the fucking, behind everybody's back. They don't fucking care. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they, they do not care. They do not care. It doesn't make sense, man. This endeavor was probably, it's coming to. Oh, Oh. Sir K froze guys. God fucking oh. God. Can you hear me again? We can hear you, but we can't see you. Oh, God. <laughs> Good thing it's damn near the end. Oh, it's damn near the end here. What the fuck? Yes, but we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. We just can't see you. Am I here? You are here. Here, I can. Oh, there you are. Good fucking God. Oh, God. Okay. Okay, I'm back. All right, what were you saying? um, Endeavor seems to be one of the worst options. They could have been bought by, man. It's it's coming to see, man. That's horrible. This is all horrible. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, it, it was, it, it was almost, it was almost kind of thrown upon us that, you know, Vince and Ari Emanuel uh, had been boys, you know what I mean, out of nowhere, so, had we known that, man, I don't think a lot of people would have liked Endeavor. But even at that, Endeavor, I thought, dropped out of... A lot of people thought dropped out of the pool anyway, but I guess they just got right back in and... I haven't been playing that shit the whole time, and none of us fucking knew. Yeah, definitely, man. So that is the stories... That is the stories about, um... That is the stories about, uh... The, the newest WWE lawsuit over racist scripts and uh as you know as i just read all their um wonderful pitches by mr ryan callahan what a fucking joke what a joke i'm telling you got some references bill i need I to start learning your references man yeah i need to start learning your references too this is oh, it's off the show. Oh, okay. God damn. Well, you, you need to start a lab. Damn. I think we lost him again. Right at the end. Can't even let us finish, man. Wait. Am I back? Oh, oh there he is. You're back. Oh, fuck. I'm making fucking jokes. No one. Just fucking Wi Fi, man. <laughs> what were you saying now? Happening <laughs> again? I'm making fucking jokes. No one's hearing them. Good lord. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So. Okay. What What were you saying before the first time you froze? I don't even know at this point, man. I don't even know. It's it's just horrible. I'll just fire him. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Yeah, so before we get out of here, before we get out of here, man, the final thing we're going to go over with you guys, man, I'm going to flash it up on your screen. In the spirit of tonight's draft, man, we have the draft pools here for you guys. Mm -hmm. As you can see on your screen, night one uh, for the draft pool. These are the eligible Mm -hmm. names for tonight. Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Bobby Lashley, Candice LeRae, Chelsea Green, and Sonya Deville, Cody Rhodes, Damage Control, EO, Dakota, and Bailey, Dexter Loomis, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Edge, Hit Row, Imperium, Lacey Evans, Matt Riddle, Maximum Male Models, Mustafa Ali, Natalia, Omas, and MVP, Shinsuke Nakamura, the Bloodline, well, not the Bloodline, just Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa for tonight, the Miz, the OC, AJ Wells and Anderson, uh, the Street Profits, Viking Raiders, and select NXT superstars. And then for night two on Monday, Alpha Academy, Gable and Otis, um, Angel, uh, Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo, Asuka, Austin Theory, Baron Corbin, Braun Strowman, and Ricochet. Are they getting fucking drafted as a tag team? The hell? Brock Lesnar, Bronson Reed, uh, Selton, uh, Selton, Shelton, and Cedric, uh, Charlotte Flair, 
Dana Brooke, Elias, Emma, Johnny Gargano, Judgment Day, but not the Judgment Day you would think. Uh, just Finn Balor, Damian Priest, and Dominic Mysterio, uh, Karrion Cross and Scarlett, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, L.A. Knight, Liv and Raquel, Nikki Cross, Piper Niven, Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley's on the same night. Uh, I digress though. Um, Rhea Ripley, Rick Boogs, Riddick Moss, uh, Ronda and Shayna, Seth Rollins, Shotzi Blackheart, Tamina, Tegan Knox, Brawling Brutes. LWO, The New Day, just Kofi and Xavier, but I'm hearing I might be in for a little something with them. Uh, the Usos, Jimmy mm-hmm. and Jay, Trish Stratus, Zia Lee, and, why is Trish Stratus in the draft? And select NXT superstars, man. So those are your draft pools for tonight. And I hope you guys do enjoy the draft, man. And we will we will be on Monday for the draft edition of unscripted man it's gonna be pretty sick oh yeah can't wait man definitely bro definitely so with that with that band that is gonna do it for this edition of the notorious Seals podcast man thank you guys for joining us for another great edition of the news thank you guys so very much and with that man um it has been always 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 a pleasure for my johnny mayhem And I, Sir K. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so very much. Thank you. I love you guys. Please like, comment, and subscribe. I hope you guys do enjoy the draft, and we will see you guys on Monday with the Notorious Unscripted Draft Edition. Is the illest. The style is played out like Arnold and the Rookie.